to first say thank you so much to Pastor Caleb and Pastor Liz for this amazing opportunity to speak to you guys today. I've been praying ever since they asked me, so I really hope what I'm speaking to you about tonight touches you or you can relate to it. Um, I have a question for y'all. So those of you who have seen Stranger Things, because that's the series we're in, we're in Stranger Things. If you have or haven't seen it, I'm sure you've heard something about it. Um, if you don't know, there's a, a group of friends and they're constantly up to something. Like always up to something. Rather, whether that be them trying to accomplish something, they're sneaking out the house. Don't do it. Don't follow with their actions. Um, they're constantly doing different things. And one thing that I've realized is that they always have a goal. Whether they're going to defeat something or they're going to find something or someone, they always have a goal. Who else sets goals in their life? Raise your hand. Okay. And have you guys ever, when you're trying to set those goals, such as like good grades or save money or, you know, waking up on time every day for school, y'all ever feel like you're facing constant setbacks? Like it doesn't always work out as planned? You make one step forward and you get pushed back three? Yep, me too. It's okay. You're not alone. So I want to ask, I'm going to tell y'all a little story. Is that okay? Okay, good. I was going to tell you anyways. Um, so when I was trying to move to Lakeland, I had a whole plan on how everything was going to work out. I was going to SCU. Like, I knew, like, what was going to happen. I knew who I was living with. My finances were still, like, a little, little bumpy. But that's okay. We was working it out. And then, boom, I got into a car accident. Yep, totaled my car. And now I had to figure that out. And then I received... Um, noticed that the person I was supposed to be living with in Lakeland could no longer move to Lakeland with me. So now I'm out of a car, and I now need to figure out where I'm going to live. So you can only imagine that when you're moving somewhere different, that's a big change, and the things that you're going to feel and experience. Um, I felt really discouraged. I was really confused and disappointed. I was worried, stressed. I was overwhelmed with millions of emotions because I really felt like God was calling me to be in Lakeland, but yet I felt like I was facing a lot of setbacks at the same time that I couldn't get to Lakeland. And it kind of reminds me of Stranger Things. Those group of friends, they have a goal, and my goal was to get to Lakeland. Their goal is a whole bunch of different things, very strange things. That's probably why it's called that. But they also face setbacks. And one thing that I would like to call setbacks or different obstacles, I'm going to summarize it with one word. And that word is thwart. Thwart, it's a weird, no, it's a weird word. I will, I will say that. It sounds weird. It sounds kind of funny. But the word is thwart. And thwart literally means to prevent someone from accomplishing something. So thwart, that's our setbacks. Those are our obstacles. Everyone in the room say thwart. Say it again, thwart. Now look at your neighbor and say thwart. Good job. You sound great. Thwarts can look differently for everyone. They can be visible. They can be invisible. But no matter what, they both have the ability to cause the same amount of disruption. So I want you to think of who or what might be a thwart in your own life. It could be your past, things that you've gone through. The fear of who we used to be can keep us from becoming who we are. Sometimes it's an illness. I would love to do certain sports, but I have asthma, and after so much exercise, I'm coughing and hacking on the side while everyone else is still going. So congrats to them. I cannot do that. My illness is a thwart sometimes. Sometimes it's comparison. We compare our lives. We compare our jobs, social media. I know 
a lot of people, they compare how many likes they have to someone else, how many followers, how many people are commenting, who they're posting with, and all these different things. Sometimes we compare other people's achievements to our own. Sometimes our thwarts can be our own family and friends. And that sounds hard to hear sometimes, but for instance, some of you in this room, you come to the blend, sometimes you go to church on Sundays, but you're the only person in your family who's going to church. And your family doesn't always understand. Sometimes they don't always support it. They can be a thwart in your relationship with God sometimes. Sometimes our thwarts could be society and culture. And even worse, sometimes we are our own thwarts. So what are you missing out on because of what is thwarting you? What are you missing out on because of the emotions that you're experiencing? See, when I was trying to move to Lakeland and all those things I was feeling and facing, my thwart summarized were the plans changing. I felt like there was no possible way for me to get to Lakeland. I mean, I literally didn't even have a car anymore. And if you know me, yes, people could have said, hey, I'll drive you to Lakeland, like get you settled, get you ready. That'd be great. I appreciate it. But once I get to Lakeland, I want to go out. I want to see what Lakeland has to offer. And yeah, SCU had a great numerous things for me to do, but I don't want to be on campus all the time. I want to be out. So that was somewhat of an option. But can I tell you something? While we all face all these setbacks and constant roadblocks and different things that we're facing in life, there's actually one person who can't be thwarted, and it's God. And I don't want that to sound cheesy like, oh, of course, it's God. Like, no, I'm serious. He knows he can't be thwarted. In fact, I want you to read this with me. If it's red, read it with me. In Psalm 45, it says this. Oh, Lord, my God, you have accomplished many things. You have done amazing things and carried out your purposes for us. No one can thwart you. You see that last line? Leave it up there. That last line. No one can thwart you. That's crazy, right? We think like all these things are happening to us and yet nothing can thwart God. You see, God created us all to have a purpose and he established a plan for us. While we may be facing obstacles and different setbacks in life and we may feel discouraged or we may feel disappointed, our personal thoughts, they're not going to change God's plans because God has already decided because he knows nothing can thwart him. So if nothing can thwart him, why should something thwart us? Easier said than done, right? This has nothing to do with this. But I remember my mom growing up. Sometimes me and Tess, they don't get along very well. That's okay. We ain't going to talk about that. I would go tell my mom and be like, oh, I didn't do too well. Or if I didn't tell her, she would find out somehow. I feel like my teachers had, like, this secret connection with her. It's crazy. It made me mad every time. It's okay, though. I ain't mad about it. Anyways, I would tell her or she would find out. And she was like, if you studied harder, you would get good grades. You know, anyone else, parents, tell them that? Raise your hand, yeah? Like, you can relate with that statement? Yeah, no, it's annoying. Listen to your parents, but I hated that. Easier said than done, right? Just study and you'll get good grades. No, I would study for the makeup test and still get the same grade, if not worse. It don't work for me. Anyways, back to this. Easier said than done, right? Not to let something thwart you. When my car was totaled, I didn't know what to do. I didn't have the money for a new car. Would I love a fabulous new car? Yes. Do I have the money for a fabulous new car? No. So I had to save up some money. And at the time, my boss was actually selling one of her used cars. And I was like, hey, yo, can I get that? 
and she gave it to me. And I was so happy because now I had a way to get to Lakeland. So that was a blessing right there. And then, like I said, I didn't have anyone to live with in Lakeland anymore. So now I have to contact SCU and make them aware, like, hey, I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to pay for my tuition. But now, mind you, this is a, like a month or so, maybe a little less before I have to move to Lakeland, letting them know that I now need on-campus housing. And I got to figure out how to pay for that, too. So we're going back and forth. We're in talks. We're doing all these different things. And eventually I get a call a couple weeks before I have to move, and they're like, Hey, so I got some news for you. And I was like, oh, boy, here we go. And my, my transfer director literally said, I have never seen this happen before. The financial department has never seen this happen before. But they want to offer you a scholarship of $10,000 for four years. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Yes, it sounds great, right? Yes, G Jesus. I'm telling you, I was, I was so caught off guard. I was like, say what now? And he was like, exactly. So that was another blessing within itself right there. And it's not about the number or all that stuff that I'm saying that to you. I'm saying it to you because God was not going to let any thwart stop me from accomplishing the plan he had for me. And he'll do the same thing for you. But like I said earlier, it's easier said than done, right? Not to let the, the thwart stop you because I was losing hope. But here are three things that I did that helped me and I'm pretty sure can help you too. The first thing is start at your current standing. Look where you are. Expect to meet resistance. I'm sorry to tell you this, but yes, you're going to meet resistance. You're going to meet the enemy. Whenever you're trying to accomplish something, that is the enemy's goal, is to stop you from where God wants you to be. You're going to, anyone like roller coasters? Yeah, that's what life is like. Life is like one long, big roller coaster. And it sucks sometimes, but you have those high moments and sometimes you have those low moments. Forget about yesterday and focus on right now. Don't think about what people said about you yesterday. Don't think about what happened to you a year ago or years ago, what you've experienced. That got you to this point. Now let's keep going. Focus on your goals and who, what, or where God might be calling you to be. If I would have focused and dwelled on what I no longer had trying to get to Lakeland, things could have taken a lot longer to reach my destination. You can't go anywhere if you don't know where your current standing is. Think about it this way. When you are driving somewhere new and you don't know how to get there, what do you do? You pull out a GPS. Or if your parents, if you don't drive yet, your parents are trying to go somewhere. They pull up a GPS on their phone or on their car. They ask you for two things, your current location, and then your destination. You have to know where you're coming from in, in order to get somewhere. If we don't know where we're coming from, we can get lost in all the emotions and all the setbacks and just sit there. And sitting there gets you nowhere. It might be easier if we just dwell in the thoughts. It might just feel like, oh, it's fine. Like, I'd rather just deal with this than redirect myself. Sometimes that redirection can be painful. And it could take a long time. It can get tiring. But sometimes that push forward feels harder than all the thwarts. And that's crazy because you would think the thwarts would be harder. And they are. The thwarts will actually make things harder and things will take longer if you get lost in them. So don't let your circumstances distract you nor stop you from what God is trying to accomplish in you. Proverbs 4.25 says this. Remember, if it's in red, read it. Look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. There is a narrow path 
There will be thwarts all around you, setbacks, roadblocks, different things that you're going to face. But look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Rely on God. Do not be your own GPS. While sometimes you may feel like you've got it all together or you're independent, trust me, I think I'm independent 99.9999% of the time. I still can't be my own GPS. So look at your neighbor and tell them, don't be your own GPS. Now look at your other neighbor because they really need to hear it. Don't be your own GPS. Mm, All the sass, I hear it. I like it. (laughs) Even if you don't know where you are, trust that God is going to take you from here to there. The next thing you can do is just believe. Believe in the process. Believe in God. Believe in yourself. I know there's things that you've faced and people have shut you down or told you you're not good enough. And that creates a whole nother level of insecurity and just lack of faith in yourself. But I'm telling you today, no matter where you are in life or what grade you're in, if you're a sixth grader all the way to 12th grader, you all have an enormous amount of power that you can use no matter what. So believe in yourself. Believe that no thwart can come against you and God. We know the process won't be easy and it's not going to look cute. I'm telling you right now, people can look put together. People can look like life is going great. But behind closed doors, they're struggling with depression. They're struggling with anxiety. They're struggling with self-confidence. There's so many different things that people struggle with that we don't know. And that's okay. It's not for us to know. But it is there. Don't underestimate yourself or where you are. I want to tell you about three different people. The first one being Walt Disney. We all know Disney World. We all know Disneyland, Disney Channel, all those things, right? Walt Disney was a producer. He was told that he lacked creativity and his vision would fail. Don't that just sound so funny, right? We got Walt Disney World. We got Disneyland. We got Disney Channel. We got Disney movies. Disney merch, Disney stores, all these different things that started from one person, but he was told he lacked creativity and his vision would fail. Does that sound like a failed vision to me? No. Does it sound like a failed vision to you? No? Okay, then. So that's strike one that actually wound up being a success. Steven Spielberg, you may not know the name, but he is a phenomenal director. Jaws, E.T., Jurassic Park. He couldn't get into film school because he had poor grades. Mm, Ain't that funny, but he got some amazing movies. Now don't, okay, still get good grades and don't tell your parents I'll be successful without my good grades. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying if you struggle with good grades, you still have a chance. J.K. Rowling, she was a writer. She struggled for five years to write her first Harry Potter book. And then once she finally finished it, it was rejected 12 times until it finally got picked up by a publisher. Y'all like Harry Potter? Y'all know all the books and movies they got? Think if you wouldn't have that. People didn't believe in them, but they believed in themselves, even when others didn't. And here's the thing with other people. They're not always going to understand your process because your process was not designed for them. It is your process for a reason, and they have their own process for a reason. Stop looking for approval from others and stop accepting their opinions about it. If they are jealous or confused or don't understand your process, don't you think they might be a thwart to you? Mm, mm -hmm, mm -mm -mm. Listen, and it also goes both ways. It's not just other people towards you. It's also you towards other people. 
If you are full, solely focused on uh, where other people are, you can't focus on where God wants you to be. Same thing for them. You will make it so much further in life if you believe in God's plans for you rather than believing the opinion from others and their plans for you. I want you to repeat after me. I believe in God's plans for me. Say it like you mean it. I believe in God's plans for me. Ooh, y'all not in sync anymore, but that's okay. Y'all said it. <laughs> if it's in red, read it with me. Philippians 1.6 says this. And I am certain that God, who began the good work within you, will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. We're certain about it. We already know what his plan is. He's not done until it's done. If he has a plan for you, which he does, he's going to finish it. So start where you are. Determine your current standing right where you're at right now. Believe in the process. But there is one more thing that you have to do. And it's going to take some work. But literally, you have to put in the work. Progress is not automatic. You have to put in the work to get there. Going back to that GPS. It asks you for two different things, your current location and then your destination. But in order to get there, you have to drive. It's going to take action. Take a driving force into action. Tell your neighbor, drive. And look at your other neighbor and tell them, really, drive. <laughs> Good. Putting in the work, it might take you out of your comfort zone, but that's okay. It's scary, trust me, I get it, it is scary, but it is okay to step out of your comfort zone. Putting in the work, it's gonna take some sacrifices. You're gonna have to sacrifice your time or just different things in your life. Example, if you wanna get good grades, yeah, studying. If studying's not your thing like it wasn't mine, ask for help. It's okay to ask for help. I'm still learning that though, but it is okay. Get a tutor. You might have to say no to a Saturday night hangout or a Friday night football game because you have to go home and prepare for that big test that's coming up on Monday. If you want to save money, you're going to have to budget. You're going to have to prioritize your needs from your wants. Just because you don't like what mama cooked tonight don't mean you got to go out and get some dinner. Suck it up and eat it. I had to. If you want to start and finish a devotional, not just start one and then you get carried away with life and you get carried away with school and all your sports and extracurricular activities. If you wanna start and finish a devotional, you might have to sacrifice your sleep and wake up a little earlier. Say no to certain things so that way you can build your relationship with God. Before I even said yes to going to SCU and moving to Lakeland, I was so scared and in denial about the calling that God had on my life. I really didn't think that someone like me could be used by God. Everything that I was experiencing, everything that I had been through, everything that I had said, everything that I had did, not that I lived a crazy and rebellious life, I just knew that the things that I had experienced, there was no way I could ever speak to people and encourage them in their faith. Never in a million years did I accept that I would be on a stage right now preaching to students. Never in my life. I didn't think I was worthy enough. I didn't think I was confident enough. I come across as I'm super confident, but I still struggle with different insecurities. But yet here I am because I did not let a thwart stop me from accomplishing what God had for me. 
Ephesians 2.10 says this, for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. I literally have a tattoo of that right here on my arm. Thank you, Danny, by the way. She designed it for me. We are God's masterpiece. He established that plan way too long ago for us to not continue it now. We have a purpose that we are going to accomplish. We are going to face setbacks. We're going to face failure, and that is okay. But don't let it stop you. Go ahead and stand to your feet. Don't let your comfort zone or the sacrifices that you're facing stop you from accomplishing your purpose and your goals. Like I said earlier, it's easier said than done, right? Here's a quote from Steve Mirabile. Stop using easier said than done as an excuse to not change. Bringing your life to a higher level is challenging. Get over it and rise to the challenge. I really like this because he sounds like he's saying it with some sass and I'm like all about sass. So I really like the way he did that. But seriously, if you wanna accomplish something and you wanna achieve something and you wanna, if you're like me and you wanna prove people wrong, get up, get over it and rise to the challenge. We will face thwarts. We will face unprecedented challenges. We're gonna have to fight through it, but we have to put in the work. But I promise you, God's gonna be there every step of the way. I don't want you to think for one second that the God who literally created the heavens and the earth, the God who gave up his one and only son, the God who gave us eternal life with him can accomplish something in you. Those sound like huge things to me that we get to live and take in every single day. He can't accomplish something in you? It sounds silly. Stop letting the thoughts get the best of you and don't let them slow down the process to reach for and succeed in what God has for you. God has for you. I want you to repeat after me. I have a purpose. I will accomplish it and succeed in it. I will start where I'm at. I will believe in the process. I will put in the work, no matter how hard it gets. You just said that tonight. Take that challenge and do it. Don't let tonight go by and forget everything that you just said, everything that you believe. Things are gonna happen the second, I mean the second you walk out of these doors. You're gonna go home, you're gonna face different emotions. You're gonna go to school tomorrow. You're gonna face different emotions. Do not let the challenge I just gave you stay in this room. Take it with you, believe in it, and use it. Let's pray. God, I just pray for these students in this room tonight. I just pray that everything that they are feeling, no matter what the challenge is, if it's high, if it's low, if it seems heavy, if it doesn't, I pray that they can face that challenge, they can face that setback and overcome it. I pray that these students believe in who you are and what you have for them and that they will continue to take it on, not just tonight and tomorrow, God, but for the rest of their lives. That they can take this message, God, and speak to their friends and encourage them. 
Let them be a light within their friends, their family, and their school because they have the capability and I believe in them and I know you believe in them too. And it is in your name we pray, amen.